Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode number 27. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. So this episode, friends, is part four of our mini-series about different training methods. See, I wanted to take time to explore the ways that you can train and the outcomes that different training styles will have on your body. Today, we're going to check out mobility. By that, I mean joint mobility. So joint mobility is how well you can move your joints through their own particular ranges of motion. Now, I want to point out that this is going to be different for everyone. Our bodies are, well, essentially the same, constructed very differently. And joint mobility is a very individual thing. And I also get that it's not necessarily the sexy side of training. It can be a little bit tedious, maybe seen as, you know, not quite so fun. But friends, honest to glob, it is so plopping important. See, our bodies move the way they do because of how our joints are set up. So every movement that we make is reliant on our joints being able to move within a certain range. You may have heard me talk about range of movement a lot, particularly over the past three explainer episodes. This is because joint health is so important, not just within our everyday lives, but in our abilities to train and push our bodies if we're able to. See, it's often overlooked as a part of training or it's kind of just crammed on to the beginning or the end of a training session as like a warm-up and a cool-down. And it's not really necessarily given a lot of focus in a lot of mainstream training, particularly when it comes to like weights and stuff like that. Now, I do want to make a point that joint mobility and like stretching muscles are two different things. While our muscles are part of the system that help our joints attach to our bodies, Having uh, the ability to move our joints and having the ability to stretch our muscles are a bit different. And while our joint mobility is influenced by how well our muscles move, it is also strongly influenced by the ways that our joints develop and fit together as we developed in the womb. Now, even though we all tend to have the same joints, knees, elbows, hips, this doesn't mean that the joint itself is going to look the same. It doesn't mean it's going to fit together the same as any other person around. And it, that, that means that it's also not going to move the same. And it's really important to remember that. Our bodies all move in their own unique ways. And it is influenced by so many things. Some people's joints are hypermobile, which means that they can move beyond the quotey fingers standard range of movement that most people would usually be able to move and they actually go beyond the range in the opposite direction to the bendy direction. <laughs> so this tends to happen with folks that have ligaments and joint capsules that are loose and often it can also be influenced by weaker muscles around the joints. Now on the opposite of that you've got hypomobility. That is when our ligaments and muscles around our joints are too tight and they limit the joint 
from being able to completely straighten or extend to within, again, quote your fingers, that standard or average range of motion. Now, before we begin any type of physical training, it is so important to begin by building your range of movement within your joints. If you can't move your body in the best ways that it can move, it is not going to be good for you. It's not going to be safe for you to go trying to build strength and build muscle mass on top of joints that aren't moving as the best they can for you. It's really, really important to take your time, especially if you're new to getting moving. So if you haven't trained before or if you haven't trained a long time, jumping straight into a session and really pushing things out is not going to be the safest thing for you to do because if your joints aren't necessarily moving in the best ways, maybe you've got some limitations due to past injuries, due to just the way that your body tends to move itself anyway, and then you go and try and stack a session on top of that, it's going to potentially lead to an injury. It's going to lead to probably more discomfort than what is necessary. And it's not going to long-term give you the benefit that I'm sure you're hoping for from getting moving. That's how important our joint mobility is. It is like the building block of training. It is the foundation that we lay down before we start stacking anything else in training on top of it. I can't overemphasize that enough. <laughs> Again, I do acknowledge it's not necessarily the fun way to train, but it is really, really helpful for our bodies to do it that way. We really have to train smart. And if you are someone who is getting older, it's even more important because over our lifetime, we accumulate little niggles, little injuries, movement patterns that maybe influence how our muscles move and respond to certain activities. And these asymmetries, they're generally called, like one side of your body functions a little bit differently. And that really happens often when we have, say, had an injury. Like if you've ever rolled your ankle, there's a chance it's just going to keep doing it because once we've stretched the ligament, they don't stretch back. They stay stretched bit of a downer I know <laughs> especially with how easy it can be to roll an ankle and I've done it myself I've spent years playing soccer I have rolled an ankle so many times and once you've done it once it does become easier to do and that is a contributor to how you're going to walk moving forward so you've rolled your ankle you'll you know have a bit of a limp and stuff as your body recovers but what happens when we kind of take that shift in our gait our gait being the way that we step suddenly it starts influencing the way that our hips function and then our hips might get a little bit tight or they might get a little bit off balance or we put weight on the non-injured side so it starts to get a little bit more work than the other side that is injured and then we have one side that begins to work a little bit more one side where the muscles start to actually get a little bit weaker because they're not doing as much work and then we get tightness on one side muscle weakness on the other and then if that starts in our hips it's going to creep its way up and it's going to end up moving up our backs to our shoulders we might end up with shoulder issues because when our hips are tight on one side and loose on the other our bodies start to kind of because our muscles work on a tension basis it's going to start kind of gently twisting our body a little bit so we end up with this shift in movement so things get just a little bit out of alignment some muscles get too tight some muscles get a little bit weaker and we have a 
complete shift in how our body moves. Now, as we age, the likelihood of this happening increases because we use our body. That wear and tear slowly over time accumulates all these little asymmetries. And I'm, I know I'm describing this thing, but it's not obvious, right? Our body is really amazing at masking the imbalances that we have for survival. So you may not notice really that you've got much going on, but underlying all of this, I guarantee you for every person as we age, these little things start to show up and it doesn't matter how careful you've been, it happens. And then this influences our joint mobility because we've got tightness on one side, looseness on the other or weakness on the other. So we have joints that are gonna move differently and we've got muscles that are different strengths. So when it comes to getting active, particularly if you are someone who's a little bit older or has played sport in the past or has had injuries in the past, mobility exercises are going to be key to making sure that you get active and can stay active because you're able to move safely. Now, you may not realize you even got an issue until you start practicing some mobility exercises and you find that one side of your body is really tight and really stiff and the other side's really loose and really easy to move. This is a great highlighter when we kind of separate our sides and do certain movements that are the same that we notice where we have these differences. It's a really cool thing to discover because it gives you the indicators of where you need to start getting more movement into your body. So you can practice movements that take your joints, ligaments and muscles through their full range of movement. And this helps to keep your joint within a quarty fingers functional capacity so they can move without causing you pain, discomfort or long-term wear and tear on your joints caused by limitations. A really cool way to do this is by getting down on the floor to start with. Firstly, because we don't spend enough time on the floor. <laughs> and it's a really important skill to have to be able to hop them down off the floor. But we can get down on the floor. You can bend, you can roll, crouch, crawl, and twist. And these are the most excellent movements. And the floor is the best place to start. I mean, it's not like you can fall from there. <laughs> Bending, rolling, crouching, crawling, and twisting is going to put your body through positions that it will generally be able to go in. And by doing these movements, you'll find there's going to be some ways that are going to feel so good. You're going to be like twisting, maybe just twisting your legs in one direction and your upper body in the other and be like, oh my gosh, this is the best feeling ever. Amazing. That is exactly what you want. <laughs> if it feels good, then it's probably doing something good for you. You don't have to be technical. If you stretch out in a certain way and it feels really great, chances are it's doing something great. It's really that simple. I know it can seem pretty overcomplicated or like it has to have some sort of special name or come from some special school of movement for it to be something effective, but that's just not true. Things don't need a fancy name for it to count towards doing something helpful for your body. And it's quite the opposite, actually, because your body doesn't have this like little checklist that it ticks off that if you do a movement that's got a specific name, well, that movement counts. But if you do a movement that doesn't have a specific name, it's like, sorry, that move didn't count for anything. <laughs> There's nothing like that. All our bodies understand is that they are moving. 
And if it's stretching things out or twisting things in a way that is within a certain range of any group of particular joints and it feels good, then it is good. That is, swear to glob, all that it comes down to. So really become creative. You're limited only by your imagination when it comes to starting to move your body. Don't think you've got to have a special skill or understanding of anything. All you've got to understand is what feels good and what doesn't feel good. If something feels a bit grabby or sharp, don't do that. (laughs) If something feels good and relieving or satisfying, do that. You can really kind of simplify it down to those two particular things. And it's going to do some good for you by just listening intuitively to your body. Listen to what it tells you. Our bodies know. Our bodies know what is helpful and our bodies know what is not helpful. So really tune into that and really have a listen there. And you are going to find a way that you can move. Again, finding ways that you can bend, roll, crouch, crawl and twist are all going to have some really cool influences on your body in any of the interesting and unique ways that your body can move for you. And the very best place to start is with breathing. I know it's not even like actual big movements because if our breathing pattern isn't great, say we like breathe higher up in our chest so we're not necessarily breathing in and filling our lungs completely because we're keeping our breath shallow and high in our chest, then that generates tension in our body. And if our breathing pattern is influenced in this way, then there's a big chance that your body isn't moving at its best because of it. Because that shallow chest breathing causes tension in our shoulders. And we have tension in our shoulders, automatically things are not going to be moving moving as smoothly. You're not going to have that same range of motion through your neck, through your shoulders. So our breathing plays a huge part in how the rest of our body is going to move. If you're someone who experiences anxiety or tension that's held in your shoulders and neck, you're probably going to find that you're more inclined to shallow chest breathe up higher in your chest than you are to be breathing in and taking a fuller breath that really gets right down deeper into your lungs. Now there's nothing wrong with this. This is just how our body has adapted to function. So it's not bad. It's not anything. It just is. It's how we all have these little quirks in our bodies that are unique to us. Now you can change this if you are if you find you are someone who is a bit of a shallow breather. You can practice breathing. I know it sounds a bit bizarre because, you know, we all breathe, right? (laughs) I can't get that, but you can practice deeper breathing. It's also known as diaphragmatic breathing, but taking time to just slow your breathing down, drawing a deeper breath in through your nose, pulling it all the way down so that as you breathe in, you feel your stomach begin to gently rise up as you breathe in and then breathing out is going to create a deeper breathing pattern. Now it takes time because we have these ingrained habits and we have just gotten used to breathing in a certain way. So we've got to kind of retrain ourselves a little to breathe a bit differently. Now, once you've had a go at some deeper breathing, maybe spent 60 seconds just focusing on the breath, breathing it in, drawing it right down, feeling your stomach rise and fall as you breathe in and out, then you can move on to just moving your body in any way that you think you can. See, 
Getting mobile in our bodies doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to require anything with a special name. It's just moving how you can. And I get that that may feel really plopping awkward, and that's okay. Moving our bodies can definitely feel awkward. <laughs> it's all good. Our body's moving all sorts of strange and uncomfortable ways. And if you are new to moving your body, I guarantee you it's probably going to feel even stranger. Anytime you're learning a new movement, it does feel strange. And it's okay. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. It's okay to laugh at yourself. It's okay to feel silly. Moving your body does not have to be serious. And I know that the messaging out there from the fitness industry is all about serious. If you're training, then it's serious and use these very official movements and do these very official things and it's all structured and it's blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't have to be like that. Move any way you like because our bodies can move in really rad and amazing ways and they're unique to us. So explore your body and how it can move, friends. And if it feels awkward, have a little laugh at yourself. It's okay. It's okay to do that, to play with movement, to find some fun things that feel good for you at the same time. Now, if you want something that's more structured, then you can quest for that online. I know at the moment there's a bunch of trainers out there who do mobility stuff, who do like yoga, who do Pilates or movement flows. You can find them as tutorials, you can find them as classes. Particularly through COVID right now, there are so many different avenues that you can pursue in this online space and they are pretty rad you can find them on youtube you can find them on the socials you can check out episode 14 that i did i'll link to it in the show notes where i shared a whole bunch about how stretching and moving our bodies can reduce stress but in this episode i also went questing online for a bunch of rad yoga pilates movement flow teachers and i have linked to them there in the show notes of that episode so you can check them out and these are people that they're not generic standard mainstream i've looked a little bit of their stuff i've followed what they do they're just cool people doing fun chill stuff it's really affirming it's non-judgmental it's accessible to pretty much anyone so i, I recommend checking out those folks again episode 14 gonna link to it have a check through the show notes there. See who those folks are. And if you like any of them, Bonza, you may have just found your new teacher to help you move your body a little bit more. And that is amazing. Hooray. <laughs> now, if you are looking for something different, I happen to run a couple of movement sessions a week called Stretch Club. Don't worry, we don't just stretch. <laughs> we move our bodies in all sorts of interesting ways. I run this class twice a week. I will link to it in the show notes. If you are curious to check it out, it is also a pay-as-you-feel class, so don't feel stressed about having to have any sort of funds there. You can just jump in. You can try it out. All you need is a laptop and some data so you can register. I send you a Zoom link. You can follow along. You don't even need your camera on. You can do it completely in privacy of your home, of your room, your lounge room, your bedroom, wherever you are. You can move, friends. You can move with me. <laughs> now these classes are focused exclusively on just movement and mobility. If you're keen to work with me and try a more relaxed way to introduce movement to your life, check me out. <laughs>
So what if maybe you can't do that stuff right now? Well, that's okay. Say you're someone who's got some joint limitations or you're injured at the moment or the way that your joints are just formed together when you were building yourself inside your parents' stomach came out very unique for you. Perhaps you have a chronic health issue. You can still move. You may have some limitations. There may be some different ways that you can move or movements might just look a little bit different for you. And that is okay. It does not mean that you can't move in some ways. See, our bodies are all incredibly different. And that means we all have unique abilities. So you can find ways that you can move that feel good for you. It may not look like how anyone else moves. And that is okay. It's perfect. You don't have to be doing what everyone else is doing. Fluff that. Why would you want to when you can have your own unique way of doing something that helps you feel good? That's what you need to rock, friend. Now, if you are someone who has had injuries or you have some joint issues, some chronic health issues and stuff like that, it may be worth paying to check with your allied health support and understand what are the safest ways that you can move because there are going to be parts that it is possible for you to move your body and there's other parts that you may be able to begin moving but just differently or even improving the range of movement on certain areas of your body. Now I know it might feel scary but there is nothing wrong with moving your body differently to suit your needs. It is the perfect thing to do. See, there's no scale or rank of what movement is worthy of practicing. And I know that your allied health professionals might be a little bit mainstream. They might kind of shoot you into avenues such as Pilates, which is a really effective rehabilitation training or yoga or something like that. And if that's your jam, perfect. You know, you'll be able to find someone out there, I'm certain, that can help you with your needs. But really, even if you do have some physical limitations or chronic issues that do limit you in some ways, I also recommend you try out that breathing to start with. Breathing is a great way to help our bodies become more relaxed and open to movement. And that is something that regardless of how your joints are moving, you can breathe, friend, and is a great place to start. And then really... Start and check out how you can move in ways that feel good for you. You don't need a structured teaching session for that. You don't need anything. And you don't even need to have to be anywhere special. You can do it in bed. You can lay in your bed and you can explore what part of your body you feel comfortable moving and just moving that to start with. And if you've had some recommendations on other things you can do to move your body in different ways, work with that. But really, don't be afraid of your body friends. All of our bodies can do unique things for us and we just need to discover those sometimes. And it can be a bit scary and a bit confronting if we feel like our bodies are a bit different or they do different things or they're not, they, don't, they don't do what you know, mainstream trainers say that, that a body should be able to do. Don't listen to that. It is okay. Start with wherever you are at and it is perfect, I promise. Now... We just talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so let's go over what I've touched on. We've looked at what joint mobility is and how our joints can function differently based on how we're each put together, injuries or chronic conditions that we may have experienced in our lives, particularly as we've gotten older. We've had a look at how you can get started by exploring ways that you can move that just feel good for you. Don't be afraid, friends. Again, feel good about moving in weird ways that maybe make you giggle at yourself. 
it's okay, or make you feel a bit uncoordinated. They're my favorite movements, tricking my brain. My brain goes, what is going on? It's like, okay, Brian, let's roll with it. And eventually you figure it out. They're the best types of movements. <laughs> so don't be afraid to challenge yourself with that. Don't feel afraid. Don't feel awkward. Just accept that your body can do some pretty cool things, even if it's a bit different. And we've looked at how if you're after something a bit more structured, that you can find some online tutorials or online coaching. So again, you can check out episode 14. I've listed a bunch of pretty neat yoga, Pilates, movement flow instructors, or you can check us out, check out our stretch club. You can have a go at it. You can book in with us. I will link to both of those things in the show notes for you. And we've looked at what to do if you have some existing physical limitations by consulting your allied health support and then understanding the best ways you can move that will bring you some positive health outcomes and just help you feel good about what you're doing. Feel good about moving because we can all move in some ways. We just have to find what they are and then work with that. Now you can find all of these details in the show notes. And if you want to check in with us, if you want to tell us what you think of the show, if you have any questions, if you'd like to hear me talk about something in particular, get in touch with our friends. You can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can find us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective or on Instagram, which is where we are most, as non-gendered fitness, non-gendered-fitness. Fearless Movement Collective as fearless underscore movement underscore co or me, Bowie, at the dot no dot t dot nb. Yes. If you want to find out more what we do, check out those places. If you want to train with us, we've got seven day, a seven day free trial, a 14 day free trial. Jump in, check out what might work for you, friends. I'd love to have you join us. And until next week, remember... Any way that you can move is perfect. All you need to focus on is what's good for you and move in those ways. There is no single best way to do this. So explore all the ways that you can move and just have fun with it. You might just discover some really great new things about your body. Have a ride as day pals.